Hello, 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 everybody. We are in the house again with Common Sense Uncensored. And as always, you can listen live at gfbestsource.com. And you can click on the Twitch link in the upper left-hand corner, and you can talk to us through a chat. And, of course, we're on Relive and Rumble, and we will also be there later for you to catch up with us. I'll share that link with your friends. And uh, before I introduce my guest today, I have to share with you my great disappointment in the Williston School Board vote, where we uh, were hoping to get rid of three people that helped contribute to a $377 million auditing unaccountability. Uh, through a special election, and out of a town of 32,000 people, less than 7,000 people could be bothered to go out and worry about where that money had gone. And because our illustrious Attorney General, Drew Wrigley, has already made the announcement that that audit finding doesn't mean anything to him and that if there's going to be any further action, that's my guest laughing, uh, if there's going to be any further action on that, uh, that it's going to have to be requested by said school board. And you can imagine now that the three people that are up for potential skullduggery with the $377 million have been voted back in, you can probably imagine... What's going to happen there? It will be the traditional, not a damn thing. So, Trisha Knutson. Can we do one thing real quick? Sure. Can we turn my volume down? Uh, we can. Hang on. How's that better? That's so much better. Okay, yes. I, I keep forgetting. <laughs> my friend Trish, my friend Trisha's hearing aids, and I speak loud enough for her to take them out. So <laughs> much less with her headphones on. So, mm-hmm. so Trish, uh, how do you feel? Let's, let, let's, let's revisit Williston. Are, are you as disappointed as I am? I know I talked to a bunch of people who were extremely, extremely disappointed. You know, it's just another long, long, it's another disappointment in a long series of disappointments. I agree. I agree. You know, the, the problem I had was there were some people, and they had floats with uh, portable signs that they were pulling behind pickup trucks and everything else around town trying to get people. They, had, they did put in web pages. They did, they did web uh, social media advertising. These people really tried hard. And I had a, a friend who, who, who lives in Williston who was walking around talking to people, you're going to vote, you're going to vote. And he said it was almost 8 to 10 People that were going, there's there's a vote, uh huh. There there's a vote, right? Not to mention there's a vote, but like the uh, well, you know, if we're if things are supposed to get better, I guess they'll just get better. I don't have to do anything about it. Well, you know, the Lord helps them that helps themselves, right? right. And I'm getting really tired of carrying my water and everybody else's, trying to be the canary in the coal mine, but yeah. You know, I find a similarity here that that um, is is probably going to upset a lot of people. But um, there's so many people now that COVID's officially over mm-hmm. that are are wanting to just it's coming back. Well, I know it's coming <laughs> back. I'm, I'm aware of that, and it's coming back twice as strong just because of the politics behind it. But they're willing to just say, "Well, it's over with. I don't want to deal with it." But now, what we're starting to see is the adverse reactions are finally starting to percolate and right. surface to the jab. Yep. And the one that, that you brought to my attention the, uh, just the other day had biblical repercussions to it because <laughs> right. there is an increase now in leprosy. So right. could, could you expound on that one for me? Because leprosy, as I said, of biblical proportions. Well, okay, so that, that's a very interesting topic because biblical leprosy was like, there's something wrong with your skin, we don't know what it is, so we're going to kick you out. Um, and today, leprosy is specifically Hansen's disease. Correct. Um, but, you know, biblically, there's a wide variety of things. And um, the, the description, you know, from the past is you did something wrong. It gave you a skin disease. And thus, we're going to kick you out. And today, we have we have things that we know that you did something wrong, or you know, maybe that was considered immoral in the past. But today is totally okay. And gee, it just happens to have you know a high rate of giving you diseases, and you know th- those diseases line up with the descriptions of leprosy. But as far as the leprosy itself today, um, as you said, there's a recent study out that um, leprosy is on the rise. 
And um, it is specifically on the rise um, in people that have been vaccinated for COVID-19. So what's happening here is, as we've known in the past, um, the, the jab has actually triggered autoimmune deficiencies it's 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 people who have been in remission from tag, from cancer have gone almost immediately to stage five. Mm-hmm. Um, people who had were perfectly healthy and athletes have developed mitocarditis. Right. People who have had thing. other possible things like Parkinson's and other things that maybe had been dormant, it's mm-hmm. suddenly been kicked and activated. Right. All of these things have been proven to be correct, even though people are telling me not, correct? Right. And the thing is, is that um, it's very hard to pin down exactly what it is that is, you know, the adverse event that goes with the COVID vax. Because what the COVID vax does is it destroys your personal immune system. So whatever your genetic says is going to be the thing that picks you out first, whether it's cancer or leprosy or COPD or heart problems, that's going to get worse for you. And to say... Well, it's caused by COVID is difficult for people to do because everybody's different. So there's thousands of different adverse reactions. And (laughs) interestingly enough, just in the CDC data, the adverse reactions are highest in Idaho, Montana, and North Dakota. Okay, so... Northern countries, right on the the Canadian border. What is your supposition for that? Um, I know that people would say, well, in North Dakota, it's just because they're old. But that doesn't apply for Idaho and Montana. Um, and there are certainly plenty of uh, society, not societies, uh, regions where people are older, like Florida, um, Arizona. They didn't seem to have this same problem. So it can't be just old people. Um, you might say, well, it's a lack of vitamin D because those people up there, it's cold. Um, but that's not the case either. North Dakota particularly has lots of sunlight, especially compared to cloudier areas. Um, <coughs> It's uh, curious when you look at the batches that were sent to different areas. Now, let's talk about the batches because I understand that there was actually some, some batches that were saline. Yes. And then there were other some batches. So, so you can actually go through and research via your zip code or whatever what batch you got. And, right. and we will actually find clusters of sudden crop up of disease and stuff, correct? Right. Um, and addition, in addition to being able to, you can go to uh, howbadismybatch.com um, and look up. From your, you know, if you got the jab, you have a little piece of paper that tells you what exactly you got. You can go take that information, look it up online, figure out how bad is your batch. Um, but also, um, things have come out from around the world. Like um, in Australia, it was just in the news that um, there were specific hospitals where the entire staff got saline, but the patients didn't. Mm-hmm. And so, well, why would that be? Um, because... First of all, we're not supposed to be, it's not supposed to have been a part of a study. We were supposed to be everybody, we're going to inoculate everybody, right? Everybody gets the same thing, we're going to make it go away. Woo, it's done. Um, But it turns out when you look at the data, there's different batches. And the batches are saline, and the batches are um, one times the strength, two times the strength, three times the strength, and four times the strength. And so how bad is your batch? Um, doesn't just relate to whether it's saline or not. It relates to how much of the um, the percentage of the product that's in there. Um, It also relates to how dirty the product is. Um, And that's something also that's coming out is that um, people have this idea that vaccines are created in these perfectly saline environments, white walls, white floors, white coats, Um, During COVID, there was this article that came out just in the regular news um, that Chintas, which is a laundry service for many laboratories, um, had a lawsuit um, with um, vaccine vaccine creation laboratories because in those vaccine laboratories, you occasionally have to be in a full suit, which is, um, you know, like... Procedure. Space suit. You know, it covers yeah. your whole body. There's hazmat. a vacuum tube. Hazmats. Yeah, attached to everything. Just like you would see on it, a movie. Yeah, hazmat. Right? And so the workers, um, they would get in their suits, and if they had to go to the bathroom, they would just go to the bathroom in their suit. Oh, good. And um, they didn't want to take the time to leave, right? So Chintas was suing these labs because their contract didn't include cleaning up human feces. 
Um, and, you know, if that's on your clothing, then that's probably in the lab, I'm just saying. Um, but, I mean, more than that, like, the vaccine itself um, is made from the adenovirus vaccine. Well, how do we get the adenovirus vaccine? We get the adenovirus vaccine from chimpanzees. We've, made, we've given the chimpanzees a head cold, right? So how do we get that out of them? Well, it turns out we collect their poop. We collect the chimpanzee poop and we clean it. And we extract the adenovirus out of that. And then that is the base that we use to grow all of our vaccines on, including COVID. Um, So, you know, there's just high rate of, like, contamination in general in your vaccines. But but the thing that really bothers me is the fact that we were basically lab rats. And and they were conducting at that point in time. They were actually, instead of attempting to save as many people as they could, some people were getting placebo. They were doing nothing more than... conducting this huge mnRNA or whatever. Mnemona. Yeah, mnemona. But, but they were conducting this huge experiment globally. Right. At the same time, everybody's saying, but the, but the vaccines were free. Right. But they weren't free because nothing in the world is free. The yep. government was paying for it, but the government pays for nothing. Right. So we're paying for it. But also, you know, in addition to us paying for it, um, you're exchanging your life and all of your health data to be part of this experiment. Just the same way as if, you know, hey, <laughs> um, I went to Natural Grocers and they were like, you want a free bag? Just click on this box and you get a free bag. And I was like, okay, I'll get a free bag. And I click on the box. Oh, they want all of my information. Yes, they do. The bag itself costs a dollar. But I just gave, you know, they want me to give all my information so they can track my spending and my credit cards and all that. But, so that I can have a $1 bag. What, what, what really bothers me is the fact that all of the health and human services people and, and that were running all the ads that were demanding that you, get, you, you right. save your neighbor, get vaccinated, that yep. were, that were line, lining up all the places where you could get the jab, not, not one of them at any point in time pointed out to anyone that they were participating in an experiment, that they could be getting saline, not what they expected, which was life-saving serum, right. that they could be getting only 1% or 2%. No one was being told any of this, that they were signing up for an unpaid lab rat position where there's a, there's a place down in yeah. Fargo that'll pay you 50 bucks to go down and do, a, do a, a medical study, but at least they tell you what they're doing. Well, that's true. Nobody here was being told anything except you have to go get the jab or you can't go anywhere well okay 99.9 percent of the information you're right was out there you are there's no information whatsoever but for those of us who were like this seems suspicious you could find information if you looked hard enough but it wasn't on a disclosure. It was. No, it there, wasn't. There, wasn't there was nothing that no. said this is this is what we we have no idea what you could be getting. No, and, and you signed yeah. underneath there. Right. And like um, when you when vaccines or any medicines produced, it has you know that big paper that yeah, goes with it, right? Exactly. So there were people that would go to the pharmacy and say, "I want to see the vaccine insert for COVID nineteen," and the pharmacist would be like, "Huh." We don't have that. And they would stand, a couple of them would stand there and wait. I'm going to wait here with my video camera. You know, this is your name. I'm, you know, I'll be happy to call your boss since you didn't provide me with this paper. And then they would finally get the box, pull out the paper, and it was blank. Blank? Blank. So you'd have this, you know, like you fold it out like a map. It's this huge yeah, thing. Yeah, they're, they're you know? huge. They're huge. And it's an itty bitty print and you could, it's all in legalese, you know, and it's terribly difficult to read, but it was still, it was blank. Why even bother to put the paper in there if it's blank? Okay, here's the deal. I'm going to do a really quick ad for Churchill Shoes, and we're going to revisit the HHS takeover of our lives. And uh, can you kick away with Churchill Shoes, please, Paul? And ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. 
Churchill Shoes in the Grand City Mall. Okay. Churchill Shoes is actually a really cool place to go, and they have got some wonderful shoes. Trish is looking at me going like this. That for, if you're hard to fit, they will make sure that you walk out on air. All right, I'd like to get back to health and human services because, quite frankly, I feel like this was a shell game, that, that they were demanding that people take this because otherwise your neighbors were going to die. They were scaring people to death, otherwise you're going to die. But no one was at any point in time disclosing that information. Right, I want to bring up Manchusen by proxy syndrome. Manchusen by proxy syndrome is a psychological disorder and a form of child abuse that affects caregivers, especially mothers of small children. It is known as a fictitious disorder imposed on another, fabricated to induce illness by the carers. The caregiver creates the appearance of health problems in another person, typically their child. Although sometimes this happens with nurses and doctors. Munchausen's, yep. Um, <coughs> typically, they make up symptoms or they actually cause their child to be sick, which um, was a, a famous movie, uh, The Sixth Sense. I don't remember the people, the actors in it. Anyways, there was a young boy who could see dead people. And at the end, he finally gets the courage to it, you know, help someone with his ability. And it was a, a young girl who um, her older sister had died. And she was now dying because the mother was putting cleaning chemicals in their cereal. Um, so I find it curious that um, our government is so insistent that we be sick, even our healthcare administrations. You know, we, we need to be sick. Why do we need to be sick? Well, we need to be sick because that's where the money is. That's right. There's this sweet spot of money-making between healthy and dead. You know, if you're healthy, you don't need a doctor. If you're dead, you don't need a doctor. So, you know, we need to make this thing closer to the middle so people can be sick. And um, it's a psychological disorder, um, it's supposedly relatively rare, and I think it, it is rare when you're talking about mothers. Um, I'm wondering how rare it is when you're talking about massive government organizations that are arranging things so that they can make the most money out of you. Um, but uh, <coughs> it, it's but 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 here's the thing: Health and Human Services was adamant that there were no side effects with this drug, none. Mm-hmm. Now you can't you can't read. You can't go pick up a regular bottle of aspirin, a bottle of generic aspirin, without a listing of side effects. So how in the hell could this thing that was whisked out of the lab like this Mm -hmm. and was going to be injected directly into your system, which is... Created in, you know, two hours. Yep. Um... Uh, how do we how do we look at Philip Burla, the the C the chief science officer of Pfizer, say this is completely safe, and then the next day say, by the way, one out of every two Americans is now going to have cancer, and not go, hmm, that doesn't make sense. How can everything be safe if you're also telling us that half of people are going to have cancer in the near future, because you're giving us both products and. You know, you like another thing um, with myocarditis. Yes. Um, there was a uh, Pfizer product that was developed to treat children with heart problems. <laughs> but they didn't, they had all these studies. They've had studies for this to test this drug that they developed for over a decade. They didn't have enough study participants. So they couldn't get the drug approved because they didn't have enough sick kids. Now, the, now it's approved. Because now they have enough sick kids. You know, that, that's interesting because uh, I was, was talking to a health professional, and they actually said that they never used to have crash carts on the peds wards mm. because they weren't necessary. I mean, right. you could get one if you had to, but, but in general, they, weren't, they, weren't, yeah. they didn't keep them there. Yeah. And now it is mandatory to have crash carts on the peds wards because the kids are coming in with the heart problems. Right, and if you look at the statistics for just death from age 0 to 24, it's like 50% above Tell what, what it used to be in the past. Paul, can we get, can we get that graphic up? Because I, I sent you that graphic, and I am not a math person. You're the math person. But, um, but let's take a look at, at the, if we can, the graphic on... Uh, it, it shows exactly what you're talking about. It, it is a... What we're, what we're looking at is that dies suddenly. Yeah. And, and all of the fun things that they can't explain. Okay. And, and yep. here it is. There we go. Paula, bring that up for us. Take a look at this graph, people. So that's all natural causes of death as reported by the CDC 
for ages zero to 24. Take a look at the spike oh. from uh, 2011 2022 to 2023. Right. The only thing we can look at and say has occurred in that time period that would cause anything like that, the only common thing is the jab. Right. There has, because if we look at the, you know, the statistics, it's like 90% of people got it. Mm-hmm. So that would I mean, make sense. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Just... <sighs> right. And like, okay, if you look at the, the medical data from 2017 about myocarditis, the gold standard for testing for myocarditis is to take a biopsy of your heart. They don't do that. What do they do? They test to see if you have, um, I don't think it's troponin, um, a marker in your blood yep. for blood clots. That's what they do. If you don't have that, then they aren't going to continue it anymore. And um, that test is not conclusive. Well, and now that you mentioned, you mentioned blood clots. Let's take a look at that little nasty little thing. The number of people that are coming with, coming with blood clots is ridiculous. It is. Um, the, the blood clots, the myocarditis, they're, they're all related yeah. um, because... Um, I mean, so blood clots are kind of like a scab, right? So if you're developing scabs inside your heart, um, what's that going to do? Well, it's certainly going to stop the the flow of blood, right? It's going to cause a problem. But it also um, has been shown to change the structure of your heart, something. And that's another interesting thing. Myocarditis um, is something that's very hard to diagnose. And even the people that test positive for it... um, (coughs) They, what do I want to say? Um, they, the tests aren't very the tests aren't very conclusive. Um, the uh, once you do get tested, about sixty percent of those people have a severe form of it, um, and that's just with that's with the biopsy test. Um, but the biopsy test isn't done with the other tests. You're you're only catching people sometimes, and something that people didn't really know about myocarditis is that it's recurrent. Um, is that once you, if you have been diagnosed with it, you're likely to get it again, get it again, within nine months to a year. And again, if you look at the data from the past, once you are diagnosed with myocarditis, you have a life expectancy of five years. Wow. So we aren't catching everyone that has myocarditis because we don't do the tests, uh, right? We, of those people that we do catch, most of them are going to die within five years, but nobody's telling anybody that. And no, like everybody knows now, hey, kids are getting having heart problems. You know, it must be climate change. We're all going to be more careful about it. But nobody's saying, hey, if your 16-year-old is diagnosed with myocarditis, they're probably not going to see 25. Nobody's telling anybody that. They're making it sound like it's, it's something that you go into the hospital for, you, you get cured, and you come out, and you're fine. Right, right. Um, we just need to rest for a while. Your, your heart is overworked. You know, take three months and don't do anything, and then you'll be fine. Well, you know, what really bothers me is uh, Health and Human Services is being used to push this stuff at, at the local level. Mm-hmm. And North Dakota has really done its, its people a great disservice with the new $5 billion budget and the expansion of Health and Human Services. Because it's, it's now it's, it's not the evil government telling you that you need to take these things. It's your neighbor. Right. And, they're, and, they're, and they're making it local by going to the, to the North Dakota Health and Human Services, which, of course, also then trickles down to your county health and human... My health and human service ladies, I have met both of them. They're both real nice ladies. They're my freaking neighbors. Absolutely. Why wouldn't I trust them? And they're going to tell me that this is great because that's what they're being told from the people up... So, I mean... I don't blame I don't blame either of the it's ladies. Like trickle down economics, except well, in medicine. Well, I don't, and and, and I don't blame it's either. A lack of information. I don't blame either of these ladies right. because that's what they're being told to do. But what's really slaying me is the amount of money that's currently being spent in North Dakota to advertise this. Paul, can uh. you can you show me that Mpox ad? This is one, just one. I've seen three different versions of it that showed up on my Facebook page. And on my Facebook page, when you click the, the learn more, you'll, by the way, MPOX is monkeypox, right. which tends to hit the, the male gay community. Yep. And I just want to put, I, I find it interesting as a marketing person because down on the cor- corner there, mm-hmm. it says North Dakota, be legendary. I know. <laughs> Um, so I'm, you'll have about yeah, monkey, monkey pox. pox. So you're going to have to for, you're going to you're going to have to forgive me. But when you clicked on that, you're going to go to a website that has 
is hugely developed. Thank you, Paul. And and what it does is it it, it sends you to all these different sites. And, and it, the entire premise behind this is you can go to your local people again, right. and you can talk to them, and they're going to do everything that they can to get you vaxxed up for this. Mm-hmm. And we're I'm seeing these page after page after page on social media. I'm seeing uh, all kinds of immunization as it's back to school in all of my local papers and stuff. It's become immunization central, and it's being paid for by Health and Human Services, which, by the way, is our tax money. Yeah, my doctor um, recently said to me that it was just so curious that everybody, everybody got sick right before school started instead of after school started. Why would that be? Oh, it's because we give everybody their vaccines before school starts. Well, and we're pushing we're pushing um, all of the 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 what is it now? Seventy five. There are seventy five something. Seventy five child at least seventy five childhood vaccines that yeah. are supposed to be taken before your kid sets a right. foot in school. And um, if you you know if you go back to the the death statistics from the CDC um, in twenty twenty, childhood deaths dropped by like five percent. Because no one was getting vaccinated. Because you couldn't go see your doctor and you couldn't get your annual and your three-month vaccines. Interesting. Very interesting. And I, they have a new vaccine coming out, new too, that's going to be a big concern. Is, that the, is that the one for kids? Yeah. For babies, right? Yep. Tell me, tell me more. So RSV is respiratory sphincter virus, and it's kind of like a bronchitis, sort of. Um, it makes it hard for your kid to breathe. And it's very common in daycares. That's where it happens the most in daycares, which doesn't make anybody go, hmm. Anyways, um, so they are um, providing the new RSV vaccine, which is an mRNA vaccine that has been developed for kids, and they're giving it to pregnant women and kids also so that you, if you as a mother get it, then it won't make your kids sick, right? Um, but um, similar to the COVID vaccine, the adverse events you know, surrounding it are are uh, not great. Well, I heard, I heard kids died during the study, and they approved it anyway. Like, yeah, ridiculous right. amount of kids died. Right, and and that's what the C, the, the CDC does. That um, the FDA does that. They'll say, we know that there are adverse events because that's what they're going to call death. They're not going to say we know that people died. They're going to say we know there were adverse events. Um, however. The possibility that that this is going to help people outweighs our concern for the adverse events, which is not really what they mean. That's what they're saying. But really what they mean is that um, we have the patent for this, and our pockets really want you guys to take this um, because we'll make more money. And, yeah, we don't really care if there are adverse events um, because that's not our job. Our job is to make more money for the companies that make this product. Well, and North Dakota Health and Human Services, again, this is, has turned into this big behemoth where they're adding um, yes, administrators, they're adding all kinds of things. And Paul, could you bring up that one shot of the, the Hillsborough newspaper where there's all of these things that are announcement there? And it should be in every newspaper, if you, quite yes, frankly. If it's you a take a thing. look at that's an entire full page. Yep. And each of those little pieces there, if we could expand it, says, we, um, we make uh, the Health and Human Services plans to, plans to amend the North Dakota, the North Administrative, Dakota Code. Administrative Code. Yep. In other words, the, the, the civil the century code it's it's yeah it's not exa- like the century code says um don't speed and the administrative code says if you speed well this is i'm oversimplifying but you know if you speed then you're going to get uh one tick on your um license, license re- record um so the law is the the idea and the administrative code is the very fine details of how we do stuff so they're but- they're changing how they are um able to set rates that's almost a full page yeah in my local paper two, three, four, of, five, of we're changing six, this one we're changing seven, this eight, one nine ten eleven twelve thirteen thirteen topics but more like 25 different administrative codes so they're changing the laws basically and all that they have to do because it's the administrative code is put a notice in the paper by the way if you would like to visit Bismarck at 8.45 a.m. Yep. on the 18th, we're going to let everyone know that we're making this change at 8.45 on the 18th. And if you happen to be here, then you can say, I don't really agree with that. And then we're going to say we're going to do it anyways at the end. 
And exactly. that's how it works. Exactly. And that and that's what it says. And so literally health and human services is rewriting law. Why did we even bother to have a legislative session? Why do we uh, yeah, why, why don't we just have a king? Well, we kind of do. Okay, we're going to go to executive properties and then we are going to come back and talk a little bit more about how we're funding our own demise. Paul, take it away. Putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever. Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. And they do garage door repairs and installations, so get out there to Executive Properties and have them do your stuff that hubby won't do. Okay, we're going to get right back into what's paying for all this because uh, the second part of the program is going to be on how we're funding all of this stuff, mm. and, and I'm going to use a quote from Doug Burgum to kick this off. Burgum said, the 2023 session, uh, legislative session, provided, and I quote, historic tax relief. And I am going to show you today how that, quite frankly, is B as in B, S as in S. Because what's happening with all of the growth in our government is the fact that uh, everybody has decided now what they're going to do is they're going to bump the mills, bump the assessor value of your house and everything else. For example, it's not just it's not just you know the little little places. Fargo is raising their property tax. And their utility taxes. And they're going to do this to promote financial stability. Rather than actually promoting financial stability by spending wisely, they're going to raise up to two mills to 55 mills. West Fargo is raising nearly five mills and a half percent sales tax. There is going to be in the city of Hillsborough a 16.4 million property tax increase is proposed. And of course, we have a uh, $12 million bond that is wanting to be issued. And that $12 million bond is for our new school that we absolutely cannot live without. And that on a $250,000 house is going to be raising property tax well over 400 and some dollars. I have the exact thing highlighted in orange here. And, of course, now I can't find it. But nope, uh, there's orange on the top page. Oh. Uh, nope, go back to the front. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Right there. Oh, there we go. Thank you, dear. Uh, the $12 million school referendum is going to raise the $250,000 house taxes by $418.58. Now, that is separate from the $16.4 million property tax increase that the city wants. Right. And, of course, they have the assessor out in her little Jeep, and we got a letter saying that the, that the assessor is going to be coming by in her little Jeep to, to, to knock on your door to ask entry into your home. And I also want to tell people that my property taxes went up 77% just last year. So to which I have to say, this is what's funding all of this. The government funds Nothing. And so when I'm taking a look at all of this stuff and I'm looking at all of the control that these people have over our lives, I'm going, what the hell? I'd like to go back to Doug Burgum's quote, you know, historic tax relief. Historic tax relief. Um, So personally, at my tax bracket, we're not getting anything different. It's the same. Um, now, if I happen to be a you know multi-million dollar person, like perhaps Doug Burgum, then I would be see I would definitely be seeing historic tax relief. Um, so the the tax relief that they provided really didn't do a whole lot for the average person, and um, they by and large the the local populations have used this as an excuse. Yes. Oh, you guys have tax relief. That means we can raise your taxes, and they're totally ignoring the fact that my taxes didn't go down. But they're going to raise my new. Ta- they're going to raise my taxes in a new way. They're just using it as an excuse. There there was no historic tax relief for my family, and we're pretty average. Um, so it's, 
Yes. Well, I'm looking at, at the Grand Forks County Commission wants to do a 6.84 bump in mills. That they're also talking about increasing the property tax again, because they want to hire more people. And I, I get it. If you're expanding government, you need more people. Expanding government's expensive. Right. And and we're finding this out as the little people, as the serfs. Right. As the Russian serfs, we're beginning to discover just how expensive uh, all of these big palaces that uh, when there's COVID, we can't get into. In right. fact, currently right now, a lot of them you have to buzz in. You have to ask permission right. to enter your, your, your county courthouse or whatever. Because they're closed because there's nobody working there anymore. <laughs> but but I'm, looking, I'm looking at all of this. And there was, a, there was a news report today that came out as I was driving in. And it listed the, the largest employers in the state of North Dakota. One was Sanford, again, health. Mm-hmm. And the others were all in education. Right. So, so. I'm, I'm taking a look here going, how much more can you ask me to do? And their answer is, well, you're not broke yet. Yeah. Uh, the biggest employer in the state of North Dakota is the state of North Dakota. Yes. Um, you know, we were founded, if you, if you read our actual constitution for the state of North Dakota, you could easily make the argument that we were founded as a socialist state. Um, we meet the requirements. And so, um, you know, there's, there's no concern for the people running our government to change that. You know, they're just going to double down and make it worse. And as far as taxes go or health or, you know, any of those things, um, we're not in a position to ask questions. You yeah. know, um, I was famous, or not famously quoted, but um, yesterday I heard the, uh, the, the statement that people in power get to do whatever they want, and the people who are not in power don't get to say anything about it. And that's just true. It doesn't matter whether it's, you know, 1150 or 2050. People in power get to do what they want to do, and those of us who sit back and, and, and observe what they're doing and say, but that's wrong. It doesn't matter if it's wrong. We have no voice. Well, we're seeing a lot of that. Well, $377 million uh, for an audit in Williston schools. Right. Where's just, the money? Just one school district. Uh-huh. And all the people that were concerned were asking us, where's the money? How was it spent? Where's any accountability? Where did it go? And the answer was, throughout the vote, yeah. Don't don't worry. You you shouldn't. So then they did a recall, and the answer to the recall is our attorney general goes. Well, the school board's going to have to ask. So they do the recall. The school board's voted back in. No one's going to ask. So you're you're totally right, right. there. It's it's rather like Hunter's laptop, and yep. and all of the all of the money going in and out of Ukraine and stuff on the federal level in a microchasm, and everyone goes, oh well, that's not happening here. Yes, yeah, yes, it, it is. absolutely is. It absolutely is. Um. I could tell you stories. I won't because I wouldn't share people's other stories. But um, there are people in positions of power in small places that do bad things and get away with it because nobody wants to stand up. Because standing up is uncomfortable. Damn straight it is. And chances are you're going to stand up by yourself and then you're going to be told, well, I'm sorry, you misinterpreted it or you're just too stupid or you don't know the whole picture. Conspiracy or, theorists. Or, you know, hey, that's my cousin, and my cousin would never do anything like that. Um, there's, what do we do? Well, see, that's, that's the question I, I'm, I keep asking is everybody, okay, some very, very intelligent people, master's degrees, mm-hmm. I've, and I'm talking to these people. Not that alphabet soup after your name makes you a genius, but I'm going to use that as an example here. So they're not knuckle-draggers. And I'm talking to them about inflation and everything else. And these people actually looked me square in the eye and said, well, we, we don't have to worry about inflation. The government just needs to print more money. Right. And they do print more money. And, you know, the dollar is down. And all of a sudden, the dollar is not a good investment anymore. Um, they don't seem to realize. I, I look at them square in the eye, and I go, "That's kind of how we got here." Right. How Be- much was a car when you were eighteen? Okay. I could actually buy a tricked-out, nice vehicle for four to five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Right, and now- and now you could buy. Um- I don't know some parts, <laughs> tires. <laughs> right, a good set of tires and rims. Yeah, yeah, depending on how fancy you want them, but people don't care and people don't see the big picture you know we get caught up in 
taking care of our day-to-day lives and trying to keep up with the Joneses. Well, I keep trying to explain to them that printing more money isn't the answer because that what causes inflation, and they go, that can't be. I said, all right, why is gold so expensive? And they look at me and they go, well, because it's rare. I went, ah. Now, see, why is a dollar suddenly not worth anything? Because it's not rare. Ta-da. So yeah. that's the easiest way I can try to explain it to some very supposedly inte- intelligent know, but people. But at the same time, they're going to go, but that's just because it's the dollar. Uh, you know, if you could take them back to how the, the dollar used to be tied to the gold standard or the silver standard. Right. And how because it was tied to a standard, a physical thing, it meant something. And now it doesn't mean anything because anybody at a, a, you know, a Fed computer terminal can add some zeros and ta-da, we have more money. Well, and for the first time, the yuan, which is the Chinese dollar, exceeded the dollar in China's, China's bilateral trade for the very first time. If you think that is not a big thing, people, you oh, are incredibly, right. incredibly wrong. I mean, be- it used to take hundreds of, of yes. those to buy something. You know, it was like a hundred one or are worth a dollar and now it's more than one and if you if you have trouble trying to figure out what a one is imagine pesos when you go to mexico and it costs you 50 million pesos Mm -hmm. to get a sandwich okay and here's the thing with with the one it was fun because the one was used in 49 percent of china's cross-border transactions made by companies and institutional investors in the april june quarter topping the dollar share for the very first time, according to Reuters. So I'm not tin-hatting this. This is a big damn deal, people. Scarier than that is the the Fed authorization of the central digital bank currency. Um, The the advent of the the eyeball bank. Yeah, I've seen that. Tell tell people about that uh, one. In order to access your bank account, you have to get a scan of your eye. You know. And that... That's how, like, it's not your signature, it's not your number, it's a scan of your eyeball, um, and that's what's connected to your account. And then there's there's a woman on TikTok. Yes, I've um, seen her. What's her name? Scan. She's she's a she's a social influencer. Right, right. Anyway, she has a chip in her hand. Yep. And she'll she'll like go to a store and be like, beep. <gasps> I paid with my hand. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. And. Doesn't even have a clue that, like, that's kind of scary. That means you're being tracked all the time. Just like your RFID chip in your, yep. in your um, wallet. Like, your credit card has an RFID chip in it. And the tap is faster than putting your credit card in the machine. Why is the tap faster than putting your credit card in the machine? Because it's emitting a signal. Because it's already connected to the machine from yep. inside your wallet. You know, here's the thing. Hubby and I were talking about this the other day, and I said, you know, I said, here's the scary thing about... Excuse me, but the idiot. Oh, I paid with my hand. I said, now they aren't going to be happy with just stealing your wallet. Now they need your hand. <laughs> okay, and you mentioned... <laughs> I'm sorry, but... Okay, now, now they need your hand. Right. Now, now, you also mentioned the eyeball. Right. No movie has ended well where you've needed the ocular scan, the right. retina scan to get into a building. What do they do? They scoop your eyeball out and hold your eyeball up. Right. So people, they've been telling us about this crap through our wonderful science fiction movies for a long time. And we're sitting there going, oh, look, I just bathed with my hand. Right, and yeah, she was so excited because she could unlock the doors to her house with her hand. Yes. And I'm like, you know you don't have to, like, be with your hand or or conscious to have that unlock your doors. I just just can't (laughs) see... Not only that, but, like, they don't even need the chip in your hand because the fact that your door can be unlocked by a computer signal means that all you have to do is get the signal. You know, I mean, I could pull up my phone and look up my IP address. If your phone's Bluetooth is on, I could look up your IP address. I could, you know, you could walk through Walmart with your Bluetooth on and look up all of the people in Walmart who have their Bluetooth on Well, and look up their IP address. Wait a minute now. We wanted to do that in North Dakota during during COVID and have have our health and human services people right. documenting. We're going to get back to that because that was Dougie Burgum's thing. But first, we're going to do a really quick... Promo, because these people are the best for, oh, for heaven's cakes, because there's nothing better than treating yourself to some good homemade baked goods. And that's where, oh, for heaven's cakes comes in. The best cupcakes and cakes for special occasions or just a treat. They make incredible specialty items by order, or you can just walk in to find out what's behind the counter while you're there. And they have gluten-free stuff, so if you're a business owner, you also want to remember to check out their monthly specials and employee discounts. So... 
Oh for Heaven's Cake on the north back side of the Grand Cities Mall, open Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 4 and Saturdays from 9 to noon. Call 701-757-CAKE. That's 701-757-2253. Or you can go to Oh for Heaven's Cakes at yahoo.com and then you too can be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. Go to Oh for Heaven's Cakes in the Grand Cities Mall and if you're artistic, they are looking for decorators. I am not or I'd be there because I love frosting even though I'm not artistic but 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 here's the we're gonna get we're gonna get back to health and human services and the fact that we're paying for this crap because uh dougie burgum turned an ndsu app that he had made for 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 the uh the bison the bison team makers into a tracking app for covid so you wouldn't be able to stand in your store like you just said turn your bluetooth on and see all the people who were vaccinated or (gasps) unvaccinated that might be standing next to you and you could report them to health and human services right you know, I've always thought of it, being a person who's not very good with names, I would love it if I could have something that would like pop the, a, a bubble with your name <laughs> over your head everywhere I went. And maybe even just the people I know, like it could connect to my phone. And then I wouldn't get somebody's name wrong. But at the same time, it's a huge invasion of privacy. And, you know. Augmented reality. Yeah. <laughs> AI is coming. Um, this idea that we want to be able to monitor everyone. Everywhere they go, um, you know, it's it's not just the ooh, I scanned my hand. No, it's the CCTV, the CCTV cameras everywhere. Um, there's yes. I would just like to point out, so augmented reality. When you put those glasses on and you see those bubbles, like you're talking about, you're going to see unvaccinated. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, the other would be a different color or there'll be a symbol or yeah, something. The other thing that that I want to make sure people understand is the fact that that also means that they have the ability to track you. And and so it's not just while you're in that environment. That means 24 seven. And when with the digital currency and everything else, we're talking about income tax and, and things like that. Eventually, what's going to happen is you aren't going to have to worry about sending in your quarterlies. They're just going to be taking them. Well, yeah, well, I'm sure they already are. They're just comparing what you send into what what they have. But like, go on your phone, everybody. Go on your phone. Go in your settings. Go to Google and pick, look up for your location history. So this is this is my new phone. I got a new phone. And uh, as I was setting it up, it asked me, "Do you want us to update your location history?" And I was like, "Huh?" So I looked it up. Google had a copy of my location history for the past five years. Everywhere my phone has been. And it's not just like my phone was in Fargo. It's like my phone went 10 feet this way. My phone went 20 feet that way. See, people don't understand what they're giving up for their freedom to just swipe their hand. And what they're counting on is that our younger generation is going to think that this is so hip and now and cool. That as that is their only option, mm-hmm. that they will they will grow up and no longer realize that there was something called freedom and that you had the right. option to not be constantly monitored. You had the option to pay for, for something with cash. You had the option to to actually vote and have it do right. mean something. Right. Uh, just, you know, on the radio, there's all these ads that are like, um, you know, just say, Alexa, listen to. Careful. <laughs> we got to be careful because we've got one here. <laughs> right. Um, and it'll do it. And then there's one that says, I'm sure someday we'll just have to clap and then it'll do it. But right now we have to say, Alexa, listen to, and that I know that that's a little bit harder, but we can just wait until we get there. But see, (laughs) it's, it's coming with all of these smart things because right now, again, talking about you're paying for it, they're installing smart meters in in everybody's homes and stuff. And what that is going to allow them to do is control your access to electricity. Now, right now, people are signing up for that if they want to do Mm off-peak. I have a girlfriend who lives in Detroit Lakes, and she actually gets a text notice that says, your uh, water heater is going to be turned off for eight hours. And it happens at random times throughout the day whenever the load is good. And it doesn't sound like a big deal, but this this young lady is is on a fixed income, so she she says it's three to four times. So I'm on off peak, mm-hmm. and if she has guests or anything over in the middle of the day, they can come in from the lake and find out that the water heater's been turned off for eight hours. And everybody wants to shower, everybody right. wants to clean up, they want they want to cook dinner or whatever, and they can't. Mm-hmm. So she said, well, "Well, they can. It's just cold." 
Well, well, so so she said, well, well, can I get off off peak? And they said, well, sure you can. Here's the deal. You're going to have to pay for an electrician to come out to swap out the meter. You're also uh-huh. going to have to pay for our guy to stand next to the electrician to hand him the new meter that the electrician's going to install. Right. And then when you want to go back on peak... Have to do it again. You have to do it again. Yeah. And again, fixed income. And these smart meters right now, again, you can check a little box and they'll do the same thing. But sooner or later, due to all of our environmental, you aren't going to have the box to check. They're just going to say, oh, our grid, which, by the way, the grid in the United States is expected to be overcome, in other words, overburdened in 2024. It is 2023. Hmm. So why do you think the big push is to get all of these smart meters and stuff into your house? Because they are going to be not allowing you to opt in. The whole system is just layer upon layer of BS. Um, you know, like I have an electrical car. I plug in my electrical car. Where, where does the electricity that powers my car come from? Fossil fuels. <clears throat> well, and again, all it's, of these... It's like the same thing with meat. Yeah. <laughs> all, all of these upgrades are being paid for by who? Right. Because they're raising our taxes to get they're these ra- upgrades. Yep, raising our prices, they're ra- raising our taxes. Fargo's raising utility prices again. Mm-hmm. While they're phasing out the coal, mm-hmm. and, and all the cities and stuff, they're saying, well, our costs are going up, so we have to inc- Why are the costs going up? Well, well, y- you don't need to know why. You just need to know that they are. Right. That, because uh, of inflation, that's why they're going up. No, inflation doesn't <laughs> exist. We have Biden economics. I've been told Biden economics has taken care of that. We're good. Well, and, you know, it's electricity... You know, we're supposed to be switching to, you know, reusable systems, right? We're Uh, not supposed to be using fossil fuels, despite the fact that there's no end to the fossil fuel barrel in sight. The fossil fuel barrel is still full. But we're not supposed to use, we're not supposed to use it. We're supposed to switch to other things, you know, like wind turbines. Well, wind turbines run with oil. They're they're made. They're 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 made. made. And they continue to function because Because they they need oil. And if they freeze up, you spray them with oil. Yes. And, like, I'm sure that's good for the land. We're just going to spray oil everywhere. That doesn't cause things to die at all. No. Mm-mm. There's so many systems that we have set up that are all just so idiotic. But we keep on going with it because what else are we going to do? Well, and most people don't realize that most of the stuff, their phones and everything else, are made with plastic. Plastic is made with? Oil. Yeah. Talk about medical devices. Oil. Right. All your medical devices, all your pill packages, all your bottles, and the medical industry itself would dissolve in a day if all the oil disappeared. All the stuff they use to put up your nose so to help you breathe, yep. everything else is all made with plastic. Plastic your is... computers, your... everything. I mean... Yeah, I, you can't fix stupid. Before we had the needles and stuff that we have now, they had glass needles, Yes, and you would use it. They would use a glass needle, and then it would break inside of you, which was kind of a bad thing, you know. So it's great that we have plastic and metal now, but still, Paul. I saw a picture um, of these people that were protesting the oil drilling going on in the ocean, mm-hmm. and they were all out there in their kayaks and their rain suits protesting the oil. Uh, yeah. yeah, people don't know where plastic comes. Just like they don't know where meat comes from or where electricity from, comes from, they just. I just, I just don't know what, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And, and what, what really frustrates me is the fact that everyone thinks this is just at the federal level. I've, the past few shows that I've done shows that it's right at the, the county commission level, the city commission level. Everybody's trying to help everybody else live the best life that they want them to live. Right. It's just layer upon layer of hypocrisy. And, you know, we ourselves are full of it. I mean, I am using a cell phone, and I know that that cell phone battery was most likely dug up out of the earth by slave children in China and, and, and Africa, and I still bought it. Does that make me any better? Nope. But again, again like, you, you know, there comes a point in time when you have to make a decision. Am I going to follow or not? And that making the decision to not follow is becoming increasingly difficult because so much of the world is involved with all of these things. Well, I'm going to read something really quickly because, to me, this is amazing because what they're trying, of course, to do besides the environmental and everything else is, is set up the, the universal income and, and everything else. And they're setting up class wars. Absolutely. And the class wars aren't with the 1%. It's with each other. Yep. And the folks who are getting the free stuff don't like the folks who are paying for the free stuff. 
because the folks who are paying for the free stuff can no longer afford to pay for both the free stuff and their own stuff. And the folks who are paying for the free stuff want the free stuff to stop. And the folks who are getting the free stuff want even more free stuff on top of the free stuff that they are already getting. So the people who are forcing the people who pay for the free stuff have told the people who are receiving the free stuff that the people who are paying for the free stuff are mean, prejudiced, and racist. So the people who are getting the free stuff have been convinced they need to hate the people who are paying for the free stuff by the people who are forcing some people to pay for their free stuff and giving them the free stuff in the first place. (laughs) We who have let the free stuff giving go on for so long that there are now more people getting free stuff than are paying for free stuff. Understand this, that all great democracies have committed financial suicide somewhere between 200 and 250 years after being founded. The reason... The voters figured out they could vote themselves money from the Treasury by electing people who promised to give them money from the Mm -hmm. Treasury in exchange for electing them. The United States officially became a republic in 1776. That was 243 years ago. The number of people now getting free stuff outnumbers the number of people who are paying for the free stuff. And here we sit. Santa Claus society doesn't last forever. Here we sit. Right. That song... You know, if you're five foot three and 300 pounds, your welfare check shouldn't be paying for more fudge rounds. But I just, I just, I'm looking at this and, and everywhere we look, we're being taxed, whether it's property tax, sales tax, income tax. And there's nowhere to go. No. You know, it used to be like, oh, you know, I live in California. I'm going to move to Minnesota. There's nowhere to go anymore. Well, that's just the fact. Um, Portland, Oregon, and some other places have lost a ton of people. They've lost billions of dollars of of revenue. San Francisco, same boat. New York City, same boat. So what are they doing? They're just raising taxes on the people that can't afford to leave. And the people that are leaving are going to end up taking their liberal politics, which caused them to get into the position in the first place where they had to leave with them, and they're going to trash the places where they're going. Because our schools don't teach people how to think. I just I just sit here and and I look at this whole thing and I'm going to I'm going to come back to to the Williston school vote because we're almost out of time here. And the Williston school vote had the opportunity to shed light on the entire educational system and the way it is being run as a bottomless pit of Calcutta in the state of North Dakota where money goes to disappear and they did Nothing. They I mean, even just they had the opportunity to figure out what happened to the money, and they just didn't care enough. Three hundred and what seventy-one million dollars? They just didn't care. And our property taxes are going to go up because even though we had, and I will quote from Burgum, a historic twenty twenty-three session with historic tax relief. Mm. I just gave instances of we're getting nothing. In no. fact, it's going to get worse. Right, and, and, and we and, need more taxes because we keep losing our money. Well. Three hundred seventy-seven million disappears in, in in Williston, and then the answer is just to move forward. Well, Maple State University lost money. What they do? They fired somebody and hired a student to take their job because. Well, work. I just I just am frustrated. Uh, I know a lot of people, especially when they get their property tax bills, because they won't know a thing about it because their heads are in the sand until until the bill hits. And they, their then, opportunity to do something about it will have been done. I know, but even then, are they even going to make the connect the dots to figure out what happened and, and how they can make changes in the future? Well, they'll do what they usually do. They'll bitch, yeah. they'll moan, and then nothing will happen because, yeah. because they'll expect someone somewhere to do something, but it won't be them. Yep, because they don't want to stand up. <sighs> Trish, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to do. I mean, my hair used to be straight it is, and, and blonde. It is now white and frizzy because I keep pulling it out by the handfuls because I don't know what else to do. I don't know how, I don't know how to speak apparently simple enough to tell people printing more money makes it less valuable. It, that's, you have inflation. The reason gold is valuable is because there is a limit. It's, I don't know how to make this any simpler to people, and I'm running out of patience. And as you pointed out so succinctly, there's no place left to go. As long as a regular person who knows how to think logically for themselves is saying something different than what you saw on a commercial, 
it's going to stay the way it is. Well, Health and Human Services in North Dakota is absolutely going to be funded for freaking ever. Uh, so is almost every school district. So is almost every county and almost every city because nobody's going to go out and vote and tell them no. And until we get this fixed, nothing is going to change. And that is the end of another uplifting <laughs> session of Common Sense Uncensored, Uncensored, where we obviously leave you uh, thinking that anything is possible. So everybody, <laughs> everybody, go forth and God bless us all. <laughs> <laughs>